Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Tolkien TV Talk, where three hype hobbits keep you informed about everything you need to know about the upcoming Lord of the Rings Amazon series. I'm Tim, and Bo and Andrew are not with me today, but instead is the continuing series of The Silmarillion Explained with Mary. Mary, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Timothy. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Mary, a lot has happened since our last episode, because I checked, and it was in April of 2018. What? Was our last episode. No. So much has transpired in our lives <laughs> since then. It's been that long? Uh-huh. No. Yeah. A lot of bad, a lot of good, a lot of stuff in between. Yeah. Some big stuff. So we apologize for those who have been waiting anxiously, who could have read Silmarillion probably 12 times in the amount that it took us to put out part three. Yeah. But You guys, I still haven't finished the Silmarillion. That's how much has happened. I was like, I'm on a roll. I'm taking notes. And I, I literally had to look at my notes to be like, what's going on? Right. I forgot. Right. Well, that explains why. <laughs> full disclosure, in between the time of our last episode and this episode, we got married and and moved and probably a lot of stuff that I don't feel like sharing on a podcast. Yeah. So, um so it's been busy, but we're back and now we live under one roof, so it's actually going to be a lot easier to record Yay. some episodes and, and there so was much joy. There was Yay. much joy. So much has happened even in just, you know, the Lord of the Rings Amazon verse since we've since we've talked, they've announced that because it's been like a year. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I know. Well, there wasn't really much movement of anything until pretty much like yesterday, and so while well, they announced it, the show is definitely taking place in the Second Age, um, and so we're going to be dealing with the making of the Nine Rings and the Sauron's consolidation of power and trickery and like all that stuff. Mm. So that's pretty nifty. Um, we're still in the first age. I know, and we're still in the first of, age of on the show. We haven't here, even gotten yeah. to the second age. But yeah. now that we know that the show is about the second age, like we'll you zip know, through this. We can we can zip, but also you know it sets the stage. You know, true. Yeah, know, it's all important. You don't have to zip, but um, but they also announced J. A. Boy, uh, Boyana is. I think that's I think that's his name is going to direct most of the show, which is pretty exci- which is pretty exciting. He's producing it, and with his producing partner, he directed um. Um, a monster calls if you've never seen i don't know if you've ever seen that it's excellent mm. we should watch it it's really good you put it on the like list it. it's about a kid the list. Who, it's about a kid whose mother is um mother's dying of cancer and so there's this whole thing with a yew tree and it comes alive because you is used in cancer treatments mm. and stuff like that and it's like his way of dealing with the loss of his mom and everything like that it's a really good movie hmm. and right. it's an excellent book um and the audiobooks narrated by jason isaacs so would what? recommend all oh. the way around um and he's uh, he also directed the last Jurassic World movie, Fallen Kingdom, which was just okay, but it was really pretty. So if if we get less studio interference and more J.A. Boyano being able to do his thing, it's going to be awesome. So, but anyway, we're here to talk about... Oh, and they're definitely filming in New Zealand. They are? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I knew there was one more thing they announced. Yeah. New Zealand, the place where every fantasy film is filmed. Now, since now. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they did the Chronicles of Narnia. They did Narnia there. I'm pretty sure they did Aragon there. (coughs) Sorry, I'm gagging. Yeah. Um, Sorry to anybody who likes that movie. Anyone? 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 No? No? All right, good. John Malkovich, is that you? That one guy who's out there who was like, Aragon was a good movie. Sorry. It's not, though. Anyway. 
they're listening to a Tolkien podcast, so yeah, okay. I don't think I'm they not think that. Complain about that right now. So, um, so we're here to pick up um, of the coming of men into the West, right? Yes. Okay, because we left off where Meglin was like, "Meh, I'm I'm gonna be evil one day, maybe." Yes, the evil seed. That's- he was a bad seed. That's right. I see that children's book. Literally, I have a quote here. While in glory lasted, a dark seed of evil was sown. (laughs) So poetic. Professor Tolkien. Anyway. Bad seed. He was a bad seed. I don't know what book you're talking about. There's like a kid's book with this little grumpy looking sunflower seed. He's got like an angry face and it says the bad seed. If you open it up, it's like once upon a time there was a seed. He was a bad seed. And it has like a bunch of A's. Nope. I have emphasize that you say bad seed. I have no idea what you're talking about. Next time we're in Barnes and Noble. I believe you. Okay. Okay. We can go later. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Twist my arm. Okay. Are you purchasing- we live in the same house now. We can take the same car. Are you purchasing anything today? No. We're no, just, we're just came here to, to read we, the bad seed. We came to investigate a book where you say bad seed in a weird way. Excuse us. Will Maybe there be we'll a reading today? <laughs> yeah. Do you need us to read it? I, I volunteer to read to the children. I brought the Silmarillion. Who are not here. They're probably at the beach. No. <laughs> I brought the Silmarillion to read to the children. Anybody interested in nap time? <laughs> Parents are like, yes. Yes. <laughs> By all means, make my child's brain grow and also let them sleep. Okay. Anyway. All right, we're back. And we're back. All right. So start us off. Okay. So here we go. So elves and men, they interact. Um, men are just like created somehow uh finrod so one of Wait, the hold on. what do you mean created somehow they're aren't just they, like they just kind of pop they, up in the aren't book they created by the asir the who the no right it's, <laughs> it's been a long time the who the valar the valar iluvatar iluvatar wait let me go way back in my notes this is embarrassing eru in arda yeah, so he makes made he, the first he the, awakes the, the Anor. I was thinking of yeah the Ainur. Yeah, the so Anor. he awakes the elves. The Asir are Norse mythology. Oh, That's okay. where I got oh, confused. Okay. That's what this is based based on. on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the elves, the elves, the elves. He talks about the elves. Eventually, the dwarves are like woken up, but they're like asleep. And the men he creates, but I think they're asleep. So he like gradually wakes up these races. Of, okay. So of the people. men are sleeper cells. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Finrod, the elf, discovers men just kicking around in the foothills of the arid Luin or the Blue Mountains. Mm-hmm. Rees are sharp rocks. That's why I was yeah. <laughs> No, wait, is it, it's not the... Those it's the, the Emin Muil. Yeah, that's, that's what right. talking about. Never mind. Eridluin of the Blue Mountains. Don't mind my Gimli reference. Uh, the men came from the east of Beleriand to escape Melkor's orcs because they were picking on them. Uh, Finrod's like, I'll be your friend. And they're like, we want to go west with you. And he's like, sure. Um, so that's the first thing we hear about men. Then Tolkien goes into like the breakdown of the three kindreds of men. So we have the kindred of Beor, Marak. I think it's a hard C sound. It's a C-H, M-A-R-A-C-H, Marak. Sure. And the Haladin, or Haladin. Um, So the line of Beor, um, I feel like everybody's heard of the line of Beor. It's like in there somewhere floating around. Um, But they're actually not even the first to come out of the, um, out of the East. It's the Marak come first out of, out of the east on their mm-hmm. westward march, then the kindred of Beor follows. But the kindred of Beor are the first to meet Finrod, first to befriend him. And okay. then the Haladin are waiting for word, like, hey, let us know how it is. And then they eventually follow. Um, but Mor- Morgoth sends orcs to, 
attack them when they settle in Beleriand because he's annoyed that the elves and the men are getting along. He's like, Meh, I don't want people to be friends. Meh. Make Morgoth sound like a Rankin Bass like villain. Yeah, or a spade foot toad. Meh. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Rankin Bass okay. on this one. Yeah, he reminds me of like, um, oh, Mister, I'm. Mr. Snow, I'm Mr. Wayne Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Snow. <laughs> That's what he sounds many, like. Many. Man, I would love to see a Silmarillion in the Rankin Bass style. Just oh like little puppets. like Little tiny elves no, like this frolicking. this is man's work. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but it's just all, all the men. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Your uh, son has a weird nose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Morgoth is like, pissed off he's like no i don't like that you guys are getting along orcs attack um so within all of this friendship happening thingal and the green elves are a little bit wary of men i don't know about you guys you're not as cool as us Mm -hmm. um and i'm sorry the green elves is that like do they are they eventually of the woodland realm are they of mirkwood or are Uh, that's a good question it's been a year okay i got you okay Okay, continue there's like groups of elves i don't know there's gray elves there's green elves there's sylvan elves there's so many elves there's so many groups of elves i like that i like that tolkien was just like i'm gonna assign colors to groups there are blue wizards and gray wizards and white wizards and green elves and orange elves and purple elves just just put on a jersey just put on your your, he has like 12 jersey he has 12 names for everything but when it comes to assigning groups he's like the green elves i'm sure they have another name somewhere i just can't remember my brain is like it's, it's okay continue oh, it's gone um okay so the the elves call the men the edain 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 i think edain i think so that's their official name given okay. by the elves okay so then there's um one person who's pretty important here Haleth. Uh, she's the female chief of the Haladin, and she takes over after her father and brother are killed by orcs. And the Haladin are allowed to live in um, a section of Beleriand called Brethil, which is under control by Thingol, given that they help protect his borders from the orcs. So there's kind of some like little bit of little bit of diplomacy going on there. Okay, um, I found the answer. Green elves are Nandorian elves. It says the okay. Nandorian elves of Osirat. Osirian. Assyrian. Assyrian. Okay. That is not how that is spelled. Okay. Okay. But anyway. Continue. Still doesn't really answer my question, but I'll have to, I'm going to have to reread this again, guys. Um, I'm sitting the, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, it's my turn to read it next because I'm, I'm holding the illustrated Ted Nasmith version in okay. front of me. So that's mm-hmm. why I have more questions than last time. Oh, because you've I'm been like, reading it. Because I've been reading Ugh. it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, okay. So I wrote, I did this, I'm showing Timothy right now. I did this like family tree genealogy chart here, mm-hmm. which are in the books. And it's like actually fascinating to look at. Um, but basically if you draw out the charts, everybody is related somehow in the three lines of men, um, highlights that we should think of Bayor, the line of Bayor is where we get Baron of Baron and Luthien. Oh, okay. So that's very important. And then Baron is the um, father of Dior. And then we have Elwing who marries Erendil. Oh, right. And Erendil... I give you the light of Erendil. Erendil. So Erendil is also of the line of Baor. But he's... Um, they're like basically cousins. Mm-hmm. Elwing and Erendil. They're like very distant cousins. But they get married. Uh, Morwen, 
is a woman. She's mm-hmm. also of the line of Beor. She marries Hurin, and their children are Turin and Nienor. Right. So the children of Hurin. Children of Hurin. Hurin. That comes from the line of Beor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the next thing to consider. note, okay. consider. So Morwen's of the line of Beor. Hurin comes from the line of Marek. Marak. I don't know. Marich. Somebody look it up and tell me. Um, and Arendil is also like half of the line of Merak as well. Okay. So it's because his father is of the line of Beor. His mother, I think, no, his father is of the line of Merak. His mother is of the, is not of any line. His mother is an elf. That's why. Aha. Okay. Um, so in the you know, line, Mary, this is the Silmarillion explained, not the Silmarillion gets more confusing. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's very confusing. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> the important, the point I'm trying to get to is the speech of Numenor originates from the line of Merak. Okay, thank you. Okay. okay, all right. Let's move on from this chart. Okay, it's ridiculous. I'm turning my page. Um, oh, no, you ripped the page. No, no. I did not. Okay, so we've gotten through. <laughs> For the record, I didn't. Um, the, we're moving on here to a battle. So now, of course, now everybody's like interacting. There's got to be a battle, yet another battle. Um, the battle of the sudden flame. So Morgoth is like, I'll fix you. Meh. And he sends forth I'm fire. Mr. White <laughs> Christmas. I'm Mr. Spadefoot Toad. He sends send forth my rugs too. Get you good and crispy. Do, do, do. Yes, basically, sends forth <laughs> fire from the mountains in the form of the dragons and the Balrogs. Um, so this is where Glaurong, the father of dragons, comes into play. Many elves question, and men die. Question, question. I hope I have an answer. Question. Balrog, Dear God, I Bal- hope I have an answer. Balrog, you said, right? <laughs> yeah. That's like the dragon that's like as big as the world, right? No. Yeah? No? What's that dragon? Do you remember? No, not the Balrog. Glaurong, you're talking about. Like yeah, Glaurong, yeah, he's like enormous, he's right? A, yeah, yeah, he's okay. just like terrifying. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I just, I said the wrong name, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Think Smaug right on thing. like a level of like a thousand. Yeah, okay, that's okay. what I thought. Okay, he's great. Just terrifying. Uh, so many mel- men and elves die. Uh, Finrod the elf is saved by Barahir, the father of Baron. So okay. they're like, oh, we're okay. now friends for life because you saved me. Um, so uh, Fingolfin the elf is now furious. Uh, and he's desperate, and he thinks all is lost. So he rides to Angband and challenges Morgoth to a duel. And Morgoth kills him, but not before Fingolfin cuts off his foot. And then <laughs> Thorindor the eagle saves Fingolfin's body, and he's like, "I'll save your body to take to be buried, you know, properly." And then he ruins Morgoth's Morgoth's face. He attacks Morgoth's face. The eagle. Love the eagles. They're the best. So he's like, "I'm just gonna mess up your face, and you're gonna be disfigured for life." Um, so, so he bit. wasn't so he wasn't evil or cruel or like demony looking before this. I'm sure he was, but I mean But like, now he's even but more I feel like these evil entities can look nice, like you know what I mean? Because sure. they are because he right. is a Valar. That's what I mean. He, well, he was supposed to be he was supposed to he's basically Lucifer, so he was supposed to be like the most beautiful one and the greatest and you know, but so I never really think of him as that, but mm. now he's now his outward appearance reflects his soul. Yeah. So he's like got a little stumpy leg and, and a messed up face. Stumpy leg. Yeah. Um, so so Barra here is like, let's go, men. And he leads a host of men with, <laughs> with, with Baron, 
Uh, the wives and children have to flee. This is men's work. work. I was trying not to say it. I was like... <laughs> Aliens. Uh, the band of outlaws. They sleep under the stars. It's very romantic. Um, and Sauron takes a tower in Beleriand. Orcs are everywhere. Morgoth tries spreading lies to the men. So he's like, I'll whisper lies to you about things that aren't true. But they won't listen to him. The so he's grass kinda... is actually red. Shut up, Morgoth. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. So they're like, get behind me, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Don't actually listen Not to him. Not today, Morgoth. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> they won't listen to him. The Easterling men, though, are like, okay, we'll kind of get in on this. And they come to feign allegiance with the elves, but they're really spies. And... um and it's about happening. Here we go. Hurin and Huar are the sons of Galdor. They're lost in the mist in a battle. The eagles save them and they take them to Gondolin. Turgon is like, I'll take care of you. You can go home if the eagles take you back uh, so you don't know your way back here. Um, however, even though Turgon is like being really nice to them, but he's like being super protective like so that Morgoth won't figure out where Gondolin is, mm-hmm. Morgoth figures out how they got there by eavesdropping when they get home. So when mm. Hurin and Hurar are like, sure, we'll we'll leave with the eagles. We'll keep it a secret. But they like are talking about it to themselves. Morgoth eavesdrops. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now he knows where it is. So Turgon doesn't want his people to go into battle. He sends some to build some ships and try to find the way west to Valinor. No luck. Uh, there's a lot of people lost at sea. He's just like kind of like checked out of, of Middle Earth. He wants out. Um, Hurin falls in love and he marries Morwen of the House of Beor. Um, and then sadly, the outlaws that are led by Bear here are eventually destroyed, except for Baron. He's the okay. only one. He's the last one. He's the last one who's left. So that's kind of like a short little blip in the grand scheme of the Silmarillion. I think it's pretty short. Yeah, it is pretty. Of based on the other stuff that we've we've talked about, um, that's only like four pages of notes. What I have next in my notes is Baron and Luthien. Oh, okay. And that's like a behemoth of a story. It's probably one of his best parts of the Silmarillion. How do you say this again? Uh, of the ruin of Bella... Beleriand. Beleriand. Okay. Because I was out on the previous chapter, but I just got stuck on this. And it says, Then Morgoth hurled aloft Grand, the hammer of the underworld, and swung it down like a bolt of thunder. And that is just cool. Yeah. That's just so badass. Yeah. like my, If you haven't read it, read it. Because my piddly little summary doesn't give you any of the language the, the the poetry it's just it's so beautifully written well speaking of the poetry and the language the the, the next section you have is of baron and luthien mm. and so do you want to and which is a huge section it's so itself. important Ugh, so important yeah i mean this is what's on his tombstone mm-hmm. so he and his wife so I'd say let's let's cut it here. Yeah. And then uh we'll do a whole episode in a much more timely fashion of Baron of Baron and Luthien and we can Larry. keep going. We, yeah, cuz now that we know what the show is about, we could um we could be we could it would be better to be on the move to get to the second age. Yeah. Cuz yeah, we haven't technically even really touched a lot of the uh Silmarils yet. Yeah, so Baron and Luthien it's all about the Silmarils. Well, it's all coming up to a head oh, it's here. It's so good. It's so good. All so right. good. So I apologize that this was like a really crummy short episode and you've waited all so long. All of you who I don't know, maybe there's people out there who are listening. There are. 
I have the we track the numbers. Ah, okay. Yeah. There's like one person. Andrew. Andrew asked. The, Andrew when are you did, doing the Andrew, next one? <laughs> co-host Andrew did ask when we were doing the next. At least one. Andrew enjoys these. Yeah. Actually, these are to be honest. These are our highest downloaded episodes. <laughs> really? Yeah. So people really need this explained to them. Okay. <laughs> it's very confusing. People don't. People get through a page of the Silmarillion and go, "No, I'm not doing I this." Know. I know. I'm not doing this. It's funny because there's like, if you think of the Silmarillion, Lord of the Rings, and The Hobbit in like these three different sections, you read the Silmarillion, you're like, this is too hard. You read The Hobbit, this is too easy. And then he gets out of Lord of the Rings, this is just right. It's just right. But there's just so much singing. (laughs) Yeah. I don't mind the singing. I don't mind the singing. It's like the Goldilocks effect, though. Yeah. 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 It's like too hard, too easy, just right. So I'll ask you a question. What is your, what's been your favorite part so far of the Silmarillion? Oh, that's a. That's interesting. Um, when Morgoth finally actually starts doing stuff, I think, you know, like, as opposed to being like, meh, I'm upset that people don't like me the way that I want them to. I'm going to sing in dissonance. I'm going to sing in dissonance. But, yeah. I actually enjoyed these <laughs> sections because, like, when men show up, I mean, like, in fantasy worlds, men are usually, like, my least interesting like, I'm least interested in what men mm. are up to because yeah. I'm like, I know what humans are up to. We live with them all the time. Yeah. You know, so I'm more captivated by elves and dwarves and, you know, other mm. uh, other things like that. But um, but I like it. The world feels incomplete without men. And so this section right here has been like, oh, good. We're actually like doing stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's for it's like we're now forming the middle earth that we're familiar we're getting yes. more familiar with. Yeah. And that so I like that. But foremost void stuff I'm a little like, all right, let's it's formless. Let's let's get some something going yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think I like the story about um Ungolian the spider. Mm. Probably like plot to like kill the trees. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And yeah. it's like, no, the trees and the, and like the making of the silver rolls. I think it's like really interesting how they like try to salvage the trees. But it's like literally like it starts the whole sad story because Melkor decides to kill the trees. If the trees never died, mm-hmm. then this would not none of this would happen because they wouldn't even have made the silver rolls. Right. So the silver rolls are like the source of all light like oh this is our last like thing that we're holding on to mm-hmm. from valinor but it's also like kind of the source of evil or they're like it, it causes a lot of strife because right. everybody's arguing who owns them who does this who does that so it's very um it's like a very pivotal moment in the story which you'd be like oh yeah they kill the trees whatever but it's like oh no it's but the trees the trees the trees all right well anyway this was great. This was great. This was great. You can email us in at TolkienTVTalk at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at TolkienTVTalk. Um, to be honest, they haven't been checked in quite a while because the show is not on a particularly tight schedule because there is no television show right now. <laughs> so um, so feel free to write in, um, if you, but uh, just know that we might not be responding in any, any immediate haste. So... No shadow faxes here. Show them the here. meaning of haste. Yeah, no shadow faxes here. All right. Well, uh, then, Mary, until next time, this was a pleasure. This was a pleasure. I'll see you the rest of my life. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I'll see you in like 30 seconds. Okay, great. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, Bye. everyone. Until next time. Bye, you fools.